Hi, everybody. Will from Parenting Without Getting Up Here, with just a quick apology for the sound quality of this episode. The only way I could capture everyone in the group was using one area mic, which also captured a lot of the background noise. Also, you'll notice a lot of bumps and knocks from our young podcasters. Even with the poor audio, I thought that the insights from our young co-hosts were really interesting and worth hearing. And I hope you do too. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, the podcast with two dads and two sons talking about fatherhood, life, and scouts. My name is Will. My name is Joe. My name is Sam. My name is Charlie. Welcome everyone to Parenting Without Getting Up. This is episode 40. We're back on track. This is our second episode in a week. Uh, Josh is out of town, so... Uh, I brought in my good friend Joe and his son Sam, and my son Charlie is joining us, and we thought it'd be a good time to talk about uh, scouts, in particular Cub Scouts, or even Boy Scouts, uh, by extension, I think, but uh, the four of us just, what was it, like three weeks ago, we went to uh, a Cub Scout camp on the Oregon coast called Camp Clark, and we had a really good time, so I thought it would be a good time to talk about that because now would be the time when people are starting to think about signing up for activities like scouts and and things like that as the school year starts. And as it happens, uh, Joe here happens to be our cub master. So he's kind of in charge of our little pack of cub scouts. So uh, he was a perfect person to have on to talk about this. But, so anyway, I thought uh, we could just talk and I don't know who wants to start, but uh, Sam or Charlie, do you guys want to talk about, uh, like, like what did you guys do at, at uh, Scouts for uh, at Camp Clark? What did you guys, what were some of the activities that you guys um, did? One of the activities were, um, one were, like, on the beach and, like, with, like, carts on the beach. And um, there was, like, a nature thing and... BB guns and archery. There's a lot of like, you had these little, there's like go karts that were really low in the sand, and but every time you could just ride around, you would turn to steer, you would um, have to pedal. Yeah, so they're like three wheel, like trikes, trikes they call yeah. them, yeah. But, really, but really recumbents, you're like leaning back in it. They're really low on the ground, and, it, and the wind was so, it was really bad. And every time a gust of wind came, this there's a bunch of sand coming on the ground, and it would hit us in the face. Yeah, that we, was literally sand build. Yeah, <laughs> we happened to live. We're lucky we happened to live just about an hour, hour and a half or so from the or from the Oregon coast, from the Pacific Ocean, and so this camp is seated, seated right on the beach. You literally walk um, down from the chow hall, whatever they call it, I don't know. The, the dining hall. The dining hall. Mess, hall. mess hall. Yeah, the mess hall. Just like, It's like a two-minute walk, and you're actually in the sand on the ocean. And so they had, one of the activities the boys got to do was these recumbent three-wheel bikes and, and pedal. And even uh, Joe and I got to take turns on them. They were, really, <laughs> they were really fun. And it was super windy. It's sometimes really windy on the coast um, here, and uh, it happened. this happened to be one of the windiest days I've seen, I think. On the coast it was uh, so the wind was we were just getting pelted with the sand. You also it was really bad, um, a but... couple, I think like maybe 
think it was the last night at camp, there was the um, bioluminescent um, nature walk on the beach, and you could just see, like, for a second, you could see, like, a dash of, like, neat type of, like, neon color. It was really cool. Yeah, oh, that was a really cool thing, too. Sam, do you remember, like, what did you, did you get to see any of those, like, the little speckles of bright colored speckles in the sand at, at night i was mostly looking at the constellations around were, in the sky it was a clear night it was a good night for stargazing that's mm-hmm. for sure so yeah but they were i i kept i couldn't tell if i was seeing like the little speckles that they were talking about these little bioluminescent creatures that they were you know microscopic creatures or whatever um or if i was seeing reflection of the stars and the wet sand but uh, you know as it kind of flickers the but that was pretty cool. What else? Uh, uh, there is like at the there is Gaga Ball, which like Gaga Ball is basically you're in like a pit with with like three like boards up like three board. Down. Yeah, it's about three feet, three or four feet tall. Yeah, it's an ox- basically, it's like basically a ox- dodgeball with with but it's on the ground and the balls are never in the air. Yeah. And just a bunch of different rules in the dodgeball. It's an octagon. Yeah, that was yeah, that was one option. of their favorite activities. Yeah, you're in this octagonal shaped like arena mm-hmm. that's about maybe And you would drop like maybe one or two balls in the arena. Like two people like if there's two or one balls, somebody if there's like one or two balls, somebody would serve it into the pit. Um and they would throw it in the air and then in the middle of the pit they would say and it would bounce three times. And then they would say Ga ga ball, and after about three times, you they would start. And if you get, if you got, if the ball hit you in like, I think it was neck. No knees. Knees below down. Knee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, knees below. Knees down. You would um have to get out of the pit. Yeah, you'd be out. It, and the parents kept hitting it out of the pit, and they kept getting out. <laughs> so yeah. So that's one thing to mention. First of all, Gaga Ball, it's, it's really fun. Um, you can look it up online. We found out it's a big thing, actually. Uh, not just at Scouts, but kind of all over. But it's it's a workout. I had an asthma attack. It was so bad after I was in there for just a few minutes. It was really, it was really, uh, I kept, it was um, a work, it's a workout. It's a lot I of fun. I kept, like, my, stra- my strategy was, like, survive until the end. But basically, I would just, like, hop over them on the boards and people kept telling me to get off, and and I was and I was keep I was staying on until there was a couple people left, and then I actually started trying to get people out. <laughs> yeah, the, the the kind of the the point is is you smack the ball with your hand to try to hit somebody but in the legs. You can't hit the same ball one twice. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, but uh, it so people like Charlie was smart. He grabbed the back of the the railing or whatever and he'd kind of hop up and get his feet up off the ground so he was trying to avoid he, he like you had several times he he did really well but yeah so that's a another thing is that uh at these camps a lot of times the parents they don't have to but the parents one of the parents especially at the cub scout level a lot of times will go with the kids and I have a lot of fun. It's not just, it's fun hanging out with the kids, but it's also fun to hang out with the other parents, like with Joe, and, and we had another uh, uh, a parent go, and, and that was a lot of fun. So the three of us kind of got to sit around and, and BS while the kids were <laughs> talking. Talking. I just realized to use BS, which yeah. I don't normally use in yeah. this podcast. Sorry <laughs> about that. But anyway, well, we got to sit around and talk, and, and while the kids are running around playing games and stuff, but... Uh, what else? So, so this is organized by 
like kind of they have like organized activities, right? So you go, you have your little camp. Um, you have like flex time and then Bob time. Like in the morning, so you wake up, you have like maybe like two hours, was it? Before at breakfast? Yeah, about two hours. You yeah. like, but you had to really, like me and my, we had to go like early. Because like me and my dad, we, had, we go, went, woke up at like like seven or so to go take showers because yeah. in the morning it would be like a really rush to, to take showers and all the shower huts would be filled mm-hmm. so yeah. basically you'd have like two hours to do it whatever you want in your campsite and then you would basically you would and then you would have um you'd basically then you go to breakfast and basically just breakfast, you come back, um, have all the flux time. Yeah, then you started with rotations. You go to yeah. Yeah, each camp. Time. Yeah, you have your little campsite, and it's got its own name. And then that's the way most of these camps work, right, yeah. where you have um, uh, you have rotations. And so Same. what are some of the and, other... Uh, and Clamp, Camp Clarks, all their camps were named after the Native American tribes of the Northwest. Right, so, we yeah. We were Unqua. We were Unqua, Unqua yeah. So, but yeah, it was it was fun. So, like, what else did you guys say? Like, what was your favorite part of like what was your favorite rotation stop that we did? Um, I think it was either like the trading post, Gaga Ball, or the bike thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the trading post, yeah. they have a little store there where you can go and get T-shirts and hats and and you know we're selling frisbees and they're selling all kinds of slushies slow slushies and yeah. candy and, <laughs> okay. and, and um, but yeah two three twisty rolls in there all gone by mm-hmm. by, the, by when we left the train post but they also like pocket knives and I bought some um, paracord for trucking to try to make paracord bracelets have and, bra- I have a couple bracelets but yeah so they sell all kinds of like little crafty things and, and things and uh, Sam, you guys got like necklaces, right? You made a little necklace out of like uh, like beads and a like a plastic, plastic bear stuff. claw. Yeah, 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 yeah it's pretty cool. But I made it when I got home. Yeah, so that was fun. So that's cool. You get so everybody gets a little bit of time at the trading post. So uh, that's pretty fun. What about uh, what was your favorite thing, Charlie? Probably my first favorite thing was probably the. Um, the car, the go karts or whatever. Yeah, the trikes. And then probably goggle ball and then train post. I'm surprised you guys didn't say BB guns or bow and arrows. Yeah, they've done that before. They've done that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Day that's camp, true. B3. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one of the main things that travels from camp to camp to yeah. camp. What they're well, talking those about. Those are important skills. Those so. are important skills. What yeah. they're what they're talking about is the things that are specifically special the to the camp. That's and that's the way. Isn't it's kind of it seems like I've only been to two of these. Of, to Clark, and then we went to Bee Creek a couple years ago. Just like it was, you have me and Chris. They had like a truck. You'd have like a couple activities. It was just like the same. They didn't yeah. have anything that like stood out, like the like the truck. Like, well, Butte Creek, Butte Creek had the horses. Yeah, which was their main. Yeah. thing. that was their main thing. So these camp kind of has. They have has a, a theme. They have right? a theme. Yeah. Clark. So Clark, um, well. They had the spirit. Quest. This year seemed like it was probably different it, because of COVID. It was very different because of COVID. They had the spirit quest, but that was blocked off. Yeah, so a lot of Camp Clark, because the camp, all the camps are named after Native American tribes. There is, there is the. It's more of a Native American theme there, where at Camp Buke, it's a Western theme. You yeah. know, um, that's kind they of. Had the, they're like they had a what was the, the shop called like the store. What was it called? They had a 
Trading Post. Trading Post. Yeah. At Butte Creek. They had a, yeah, they had a, a main street, but there are actually horses tied onto some hitching yeah. posts there on the main street. In the main street, the cafeteria, the dining hall was gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Butte Creek, where we went a couple years ago, was an overnight. And these are like, I think they're what, three nights or two nights, something like that. Two or three nights, yeah. yeah. Three Butte nights. Creek is is kind of in the foothills of the Cascades uh, um, and outside of Salem area. You're and okay. and it's, it, the theme is, is the horses. It's actually not a camp. It's a ranch. They call it it's a ranch. Butte Creek Ranch. Yeah, so they have horses there. So the kids get to ride on horses. And the, the kind of the main center part of camp actually looks like an old west town which is really cool they have a boardwalk and they have buildings yeah they called it main street and And the cafeteria was just so big you have like and and there's like moose deer like animal heads on the side yeah yeah. it looks it looks like a hunting lodge yeah right yeah that's a good hunters my favorite part about that about the giant hall was definitely the soup tomato soup they had yeah. so much of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was also because of COVID. Um, this year. This year, yeah, things were year. quite different because yeah. of that. Um, because of the restrictions, there wasn't allowed to... No buffets. No buffets, no food. large yeah. amount of foods. Things was, were separated up. Everybody was on different schedules. I was impressed in how they handled it, though. I thought they did a really great job, especially yeah. in the cafeteria. They were, like, I, the, normally it's the whole camp eats at the same time, yeah. right? They had to split up in two or three shifts. Talking about I think. Clark or Butte Creek? Clark, well, it, Clark it, was all separated. They were in two yeah, groups. Two shifts, okay. But we were one of the smaller. The week we went was one of the smaller groups. So there wasn't that many yeah. camps. Not as many. After not all the camps were being used at the time. Hmm. So they were down to two, but they they were going to have fuller camp. And so they would have been into three, possibly four rotations of food so that yeah. only a small percentage of people were in the dining hall at a time. And then we also cooked our own meal once. Like there's the hot dogs. Yeah. And then we oh, ate. right. Yeah, right. Can't so that, that helped provide. And s'mores. S'mores. And, yeah. The s'mores is always important. You know, that provided an opportunity for um, actually, us to not... I used my be in the dining hall. I, used, yeah. I actually instead I tried to I used my pocket knife and then I cut a stick and started, so I could actually put the you stick. Whittle on your own you whittled your own stick. stick. Yeah. Because yeah. because the people took the mail once, so we had to make our personal one. But yeah. Then they some yeah. Well, we, that's normal. You should be making. Your but own. that so that's what you bring up another point, Charlie. Um, uh, one of the things the Cubs has learned to use is a pocket knife, and they have to go through training to be able to use a pocket knife. And when they go through training and they get certified, they get a little card they can carry with them. Whittling chip, is that what it's called? It's a whittling chip. Yeah, yeah. whittling chip, yeah. So so then they, at future camps, they, they're now certified to use this, but we were use a pocket allowed, knife. We weren't allowed to carry a pocket knife before. We had, because our, of our rank, we, um, an adult had to carry a pocket knife. Yeah. Yeah. You can't carry a pocket knife in Cub Scouts. Oh, you can't? Okay, not... It's not uh, until BSA. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait, what about our rank? Like, we're since we were... Not like, until you're BSA, you can carry a pocket. Until Boy Scouts, yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah. What, so, Sam and Charlie, do you guys... I mean, what are, like... Do you look forward to these camps? Do you, like... Yes. Really have fun? What about outside of camp? Like, when we go to we go to actually meetings and, and do that? Do you guys like those and... I feel like the camp is more fun than like the meetings, but yeah. made but big activities. I'm in for, in for like, 
the camps and like big activities where we meet yeah. are like my thing that I like, but not like any like meetings where we have to talk or yeah. sit down. Those are it's like school, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like like school. we've done events here in our backyard. We've got a big backyard. We've got a fire pit here at my house. Yeah, and so we've done stuff here. Yeah, and. I think I think he's counting that as a big activity. Yeah, he's yeah. not counting that sitting but, in a room. But I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah. so we don't just have meetings. We do, even if we can't get out into the woods, mm-hmm. we've still done stuff like have have, oh, have cookouts in our I backyard. I remember that three mile hike. I like fourteen thousand steps by the end of the day. Yeah, so, yeah. Camp Clark, really I crushed that? my. I, cu- I crushed my steps for yeah, the day. Yeah, I was like 20,000. <laughs> yeah. And that was, like, that whole camp was on the hillside, yeah. too. Yeah. So it's all up. Yeah. Um, so, guys, uh, View Creek, so there's the horses, but there was another thing you guys haven't mentioned. Um, what about painting for gold? That was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. So we actually got to go out to the creek, and there's a spot where there's still gold running on this creek. It's little tiny flakes, but you still can come yeah, away with little I bits of gold. The, like, two or three. Wait, little flakes of gold, yeah. Was Butte Creek like a like a like a area worth where a gold rush happened? Could be. Could I be. Know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the I don't know the history of the area. Well, because I know California was like the state of gold. Yeah. At, yeah. At but, that time. but gold was found in Oregon and Washington as well. Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, Joe, can you tell a little about about your background? I mean, you were a scout as well. Yeah, so I um, I completed the Aerolite, which is the top rank for Cub Scouts, and then I went on and completed the Eagle Scout um, rank um, in BSA. So I've gone all the way through what these kids are doing right now and you went through. You're working on your Aerolite right You're now. working on your Aerolite this year, which you will get finished this coming spring, which then we'll move on to, move on to BSA. Yep. Um, and then tenderfoot, and then yep. Glass. So then you start moving through those things. So um, some of the stuff that they're like, we don't like the meetings. Well, the meetings are to get through some requirements of things to learn, so that every requirement builds on to a next requirement and keeps yeah. going. So it um, kind of goes through that. Um, so they're learning stuff in Cub Scouts that will be like. They'll get more in depth from yes. the Boy Scouts, right? So, like some of the, like this last year um, in the Weebelows, you guys did some first aid stuff. Well, in um, BSA, one of your first merit badges you will need to do independently would be a first aid merit badge, which is going to basically take what you had learned as a group in Weebelows, and then you have to demonstrate to be proficient in providing some basic first aid. So, so in case, it would be like uh, well, bandaging. And- bandaging. If uh, the the whole thought process is is that you're going to now be going out into the woods in um, your patrols or your troops, and you're going to be hiking and camping and doing stuff like that. Um, where in Cub Scouts we can do day night, we can do day hikes. You can do overnight hikes. It's just a lot harder in Cub Scouts. Um, but at least day hikes or if you do some overnight stuff then in BSA you can start doing more things where it's mostly your patrol or troop with a three four adults 
and you could be gone for a couple days on a hike or whatever. And so the whole thought process is these are the basic skills that you would need if you were out camping and you as a uh, teen um, needed to take care of somebody who gets hurt. So a mm. sling. Um, somebody, yeah, so it, you know, a person falls on a hike, you need to brace their arm, you need to brace their ankle, you need to, mm, yeah, um, all those type of things. And so, they want to make sure some of the first couple of merit badges you're required to do in DSA, so they won't be taking anybody's appendix out or anything like that. They're not having surgery, no, no, um. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, just the basic little injuries that could happen, um, you know, how to deal with those things. I remember getting in the mail this some Scout Life article, and I remember it said, it said the, this troop went, like, they had to cancel, like, um, a big, like, out of state, like, camping trip, but instead they went on a 40-mile hike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No shade. I have problems with like two miles. Yeah. So. Well, when I was a scout, I did a 50 miler over a 10 day period um, yeah. down in New Mexico at Philmont. Um, you know, I've had opportunities as a as a scout scout. Now, as a an adult, I probably couldn't manage that yeah. for a while. Um, but um, yeah, so you know, but as a as a scout, I was comfortable that I had certain training that was pre-required we had to have a certain ranking a certain yeah. rank to be able to go on some of these trips and so which meant that you had fulfilled certain requirements and one of them is a swimming requirement and another one is first aid or those are the first two merit badges and, and i mean it used to be that i mean like like when i was growing up like our parents would take us camping and you know your dad would teach this kind of stuff but that doesn't happen as much as it used to so this is a great way for kids Take your skills, and it gets them off of the computer and yeah. off of the game, video games, yeah. and off of the screens. They're actually outside doing things, you know. I know which that is, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, he's, he's, he's just <laughs> as guilty too. Um, hey. I'm on a screen yeah. all day long, pretty much. Yeah. I, in fact, I got a screen right in front of yeah. me right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's the one good thing about um, scouts. Um, I'm talking to people constantly. I probably have four or five people I'm talking to actually physically right now that are looking at joining our pack or at least trying to ask for help to find a pack. Um, and it's really because it's just not in our nature anymore that families either don't have the resources because it is can be expensive to go camping. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, the, yeah, or the parents don't have the knowledge themselves that they don't feel comfortable taking kids into the outdoors especially here in the northwest um where you know if we're talking new york city the outdoors might be central park i mean that's a little different yeah Uh, people that are living in larger cities um it's a little different um, situation but here in the in the west you know we have access to a lot of outdoors um places to go and so but people don't feel comfortable taking their kids out and then some of it is that you know when Will and I were growing up, the percentage of families that weren't two-parent families was a real small percentage. And nowadays, it's a larger percentage of single families. Um, 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 Single-parent single families, multi-parent, you know, multi-family blending together and all that stuff. And so it's just a little different than... Um, when we were growing up and and it just makes it a little harder so having an organization where you can join that will be there to support and provide opportunities for both um 
the scout as well as the families. The one thing about BSA that uh, or the the national office is called Boy Scouts of America. Um, the way it's broken out is you have cubbies, you and then you have what we call PSA BSA now, or scouts, um, because it is about families. It is providing opportunity. Um, you can have. It doesn't matter if you have children that are boys or girls. It doesn't matter. Um, they can join either groups. Um, Boy Scouts in America also have groups called Venture Scouts, which are, um, well, they're 14 to 21-year-olds. A lot of times kids that get done with their Eagle early, when they're about 15 or 16 years old, they'll join a a Venture Scouts to do... Yeah, they join these Venture Scouts because now they can continue doing camping and stuff within the BSA programs or Boy Scout America programs, um, even though they finished all the BSA rankings and, and that's stuff. that has been co-ed for that's been long. co-ed for 40 some years now yeah but so they just but BSA just recently in the last couple of years about four years ago admitting girls as well yeah. so I mean like especially with Cub Scouts where you have an entire family but it has to be a girl pack right so, I mean there is packs, uh, no the is dens it? have to be girls the dens have to be okay, and, and right. Cub Scouts so the packs are they're they the packs can be co-ed. Okay, uh, so the pack is like the larger group of all the all different den, dens, groups. yeah. And then you have the dens, which are this makeup of pack. Yes. Of yeah. Of so pack. each grade level, you're supposed to have a um, den uh, for boys and a den for um, and girls. Um, and they ha- could still do things together, are- but then they can they'll do things separately. So how old are they when they start? Um, so when they can't they can start as kindergartners. So like okay. right now, um, if your kid is going into kindergarten, um, this is a perfect time to be finding a, um, a Cub Scout pack yeah. around. How would like? Can you tell me how would if somebody was interested in Scouts? So the easiest way is um, literally to go on the internet and type in be a Scout dot um, org. Yeah, and it'll come up and it'll ask you for a zip code. And then the zip code will um, tell you what pack, or actually it will tell you what council you're in. Um, and and it'll also tell you what um, if there's any Cub Scout packs around you. Um, the great opportunity is, is that if there is no Cub Scout packs around you, then um, contacting the council, they will get you in contact with a, um, a professional scouter who would be happy to help you figure out how to start a pack in your area. And it's really actually pretty simple to start one. Um, it's much easier to start a pack than it is to start a troop. And the oh. reasoning because... The troops are boys and gals. The troops are the middle school, high school age kids. Okay. Um, basically sixth grade on. And the reason I say that it's easier to start a pack over a troop is that Cub Scouts is so family-oriented in the aspect that the parents need to help the kids as much mm-hmm. as anything. That, And they're usually really easy to get them tied to an elementary school. Mm. And, and it's really... I mean, our pack is not that way because we are sponsored by, our, um, by the uh, local church. And so, and we've been around for quite some time. And so people just, we're one of two packs in our town. 
And, um, yeah, but we're still one of the only two. There's two packs and Kaiser. Me and Sam so, and then Jemiah, we both we started at. Yeah, but there was a, the pack actually existed prior to that. Oh. There was actually a pack. The pack was going before that. It was just really small at the time. But um, yeah, so you can you can. It's easier to start a pack because it's usually parents. It's parents run. Parents kind of organize. Um, there's people that will be able to help you and all that stuff. Do that, but usually you can find in most places a pack nearby that you can join. Um, and the same thing for tr um, troops. Um, the the difference though is is when you get into the troops, the troops have to be gender specific. Um, there has to be a girls' troop and there has to be a boys' troop. Mm, gotcha. Um, they're no longer. Um, Co-ed. Co-ed, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. It, yeah, it, uh, I tell you, because I wasn't in Scouts. We were, I remember as a kid, we had, we were at a church, and our church had its own little kind of Boy Scout thing, and it was, it was, doing essentially all the same thing. We went to camps, we did, um, we had, you know, weekly meetings and, and all that. In fact, my dad was one of our, he was my dad. Like this, this is a, like I tell the story. So my there was like the main leader, and I'll just say his name was Skip. I'm not gonna say his last name, but the the, the main leader. He's probably not even alive anymore. But but um, uh, he kind of led the main group. My dad led like just a small group of like three or four kids that were kind of on the younger side, that included my brother and me and a couple other kids. And so my dad wanted. He was sort of like the assistant. And my dad wanted to do this, like, a backpacking trip, a proper backpacking trip. And so um, a, a, a place called, uh, a trail called the Mirror Lake Trail up on Mount Hood in Oregon. And um, and it's not long. It's only, like, three miles, but it's pretty steep. I mean, it's it's treacherous. And, and you know, you're going on these really rocky paths and places on these screes where you've got, you know, it's a big rock slide, but there's been a path carved out through the middle of it. Um, and so you're, you know, it's, those are great vantage points, but they're, they're still a little bit rocky and, and, uh, narrow, narrow trail and all this. And so my dad wanted to take this like three or four or five of us as kids. And I was probably about, I was probably your age, Charlie. Yeah, it's probably your age, maybe, maybe years younger, but, um, so that would have been like maybe somewhere around nine or so, but, uh, <laughs> And and uh, he wanted to make it a proper, so we were gonna like pack our all of our stuff in. We we're gonna cook over the campfire. I mean, you know, truly a backpacking trip. Uh, Skip the main leader got wind of this, and he said, "Oh, this will be great. We should all we should do this. Like the whole group should go." And so they it was basically turned in from like a little scouting trip to basically uh, like. The U.S. Army, <laughs> the engineers, because they took, they brought Coleman stoves, and they all, I mean, uh, they brought a deer cart, so it's like a big cart, for those of you who don't know what a deer cart is, not that I hunt, but but it's a deer cart, it's got one wheel in the middle, so theoretically, if you go hunting, you can haul a deer carcass on this thing, and, you know, haul it out, but so they brought this, yeah, because they had so much stuff, like big cabin tents, and 
and it was like a military campaign, and and, <laughs> and it was just crazy. And we got it was we like started. You mean like military spy kind of thing, like? Well, not spy, no, but, but just basically like it was like you know, U.S. Army during the Civil War or something, you know the the. Uh, so yeah but it was this little narrow so they're trying to bring all this stuff up this little narrow trail my dad wanted to teach the kids how to backpack and it turned into this big huge thing but it was we started kind of in the afternoon anyway and it should have only taken a few hours to get to the top but we got up there and um, uh, there was so much stuff to take up that I remember the, the deer cart thing they had to abandon that like halfway up the trail so so my dad, my brother, and I set up our little pup tent. We slept on the trail next to all of our gear to make sure that nobody was going to take it, just to kind of watch it. And so, um, yeah, it was just crazy. But that was, you know, that wasn't scouts. But that, So I'm sure that the scouts, they probably do things a lot better, better than that. But that's kind of the, one if of you the can't, only memories I have If you that. can't carry it, it doesn't go. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, that's... But it was just, that's, that's like some of the memories I have of... Uh, That's why in backpacking, you carry what you need. You mm-hmm. don't bring extra yeah. stuff. But it was it was uh, it was fun. I still remember that trip. And that's any of you in the in the kind of Oregon Washington area. If you go on to go on a beautiful trip, a beautiful hike, Mirror Lake, um, uh, look it up online. And it's just it's off the uh, Highway Twenty Six. Uh, but in, in Oregon, but it's just beautiful. Anyway, it's it's it earns its name. You get up there, like, especially in the morning, and it's what like it Mirror Lake. You look at it, and like you can see the trees perfectly reflected in the water yeah. on the inside. It's great. But. Well, Elkhorn Trail up in Mount um, St. Anthony's Lakes, and up over in Eastern Oregon, mm-hmm. there's actually a path. You get up on top, and you rock the ribs ridge oh, of the whole wow. thing and there's a bunch of lakes down inside of it oh, that'd and be beautiful. you walk down and you camp by the lakes yeah. um they're all glacier lakes that's how they were formed mm. and there's actually fish in them because um the um, forest service actually will dump fish oh wow in okay. them so, so cool. you can fish when you're there yeah yeah so so you know back to the uh cub scouts it, it has been like because i you know i know like I go to these camps too, and because, and like, um, I have I have a lot of I have fun at them too. I look forward to hanging out with you. And my my older brother is in like the scouts now, mm-hmm. but so he he and my mom would go to camp, and then me and my dad would go to camp. Together. Yeah, we we should say that Andrea, my wife, is actually one of the leaders. She's actually your age leader right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so she couldn't go because she had to work and so that's why but since joe went and, and i went so i thought we only here but we could have had her talking tonight too but um yeah it's uh so it is a it's a real family family uh, uh endeavor it's really yeah so and like i remember the like the also the the kids all get a book, right? The little, like a guide, mm-hmm. guidebook, right? For scouting for each age group. And then that has all of your little, they're like little kind of lessons or little. Yeah. Um, and if parents feel like that, they're like, well, that's a lot of stuff. Well, those books basically walk you through every yeah, requirement. It's, yeah. It's so, I mean, the kids can read it and understand yeah. it. You know, so obviously the parents can. And there's a lot it. of pictures in it to show exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and you don't have to be in a wilderness area to do these requirements. Like um, I, I would just remember in the tigers, they they do a what what is it? A, That's the a, youngest, a, right? Well, no, there's lions. Oh, now. Well, there's lions. No, so right. tigers are first graders. They do a um, they go in their backyard. And they take what is it, one step or two steps or something like that, and then they look at what they're what what's there. Yeah, they make a box. Right? Box, they yeah. Make a box and, and a little square yeah. on the ground. And then they and write they, down what's it, what they see in that area. Yeah. What if you want condo? You don't have backyard. Well, then you can do it in your your. In I mean, park. You go to a park. Park, yeah. yeah. City park. That's a, a city park is the backyard. Yeah. Where people live in apartments, condos. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, like I don't know if you go in our backyard. Well, it's kind of wild anyway. But I mean. You look down on the ground, you just stare along it if you see spiders and, and other bugs and stuff like that walking around. So, yeah, so there is, you know, nature is everywhere. Um, but so you don't have to be near the wilderness. But it sure, it sure is fun if you do. But um, do you guys have any last thoughts you want to talk about, uh, Scouts? Sam? Sam? No. <laughs> no? That's it. Oh, wait. Like, camp, the campsite, we kept, like, during flux time, which is the time we had time to drink. Like That's kind of our downtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Camp. We basically just played a game where we just basically just tagged, and there's just where the pass, paths, and a fort, and a big like place where there's so many bushes, and there's just these paths intersecting, and we would play this like kind of tag game where if somebody got tagged, the tagger would still be the tagger, but also the person would. Be the tiger too, so it'd be two tigers, mm-hmm. and you do that until there's like one person left. So, so yeah. the kids even made up like while we're in while we're in our little campsite and we had yeah. just time to kill the kids. We, we didn't have to do anything to entertain them. The kids yeah. made up their own games and everything. Yeah, oh, and we, oh, we sat and talked. We just made <laughs> sure that we just yeah. made sure they didn't hurt each other. That's yeah. all we had to work make sure of. Just go through the pass and then if. Like the road, because there's a road for cars to go in, like trucks to get to. Yeah, the which was which, was, which only had like one truck actually, that went up yeah. down that road. I actually was a little bit sus about that when many people came, went through there because I thought there might be like poison oak or something there. So I like oh, really yeah. walked in. Uh, there was like, well, well, I was just running through the entire time. There was like, it was most like. There wasn't a whole lot. There's some that looked like it, but it probably definitely wasn't. There's just well, the scouts always check those camps prior to anybody ever coming into them to make sure and, and clear I, them. I have to say, I mean, obviously each camp is camp is different, but man, I was impressed with the facilities in camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, flushing grant? toilets in our camp. Yeah. I mean, it was there were pit toilets, but they flushed. So you, yeah. There was nothing that was open. So it was con- they contained the really, yeah. really nice and water, you know, water and. Clark and Mary really got a grant, didn't they? Right. Well, they've had that. They've had large donations yeah. and stuff over time. But they usually have like a shower house where you can mm-hmm. go and. They and, were, the and yeah. Bathroom well, really nice. yeah, and they're because it's becoming more family oriented. Yeah. They are changing how what I remember going to. I went to Meriwether as a kid, and which is literally. A quarter of a mile down the beach from where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were out on the beach, you can actually look down and see the older kids down doing stuff on the beach down down yeah. the way. Um, and and that was just it. It was they've updated so many things from when I was there because it has changed from being a um, mostly um, male oriented 
um, program to be in a family-oriented program. Yeah. So that if um, mom who has a boy and want to be in Scouts, the mom can be involved as much as she wants to be. Or And now with having girls in Scouts, um, they can come and be involved with their fathers and vice versa in whatever way it works. Yeah. Um, so that when they come to camp, it doesn't matter everybody feels comfortable and everybody is yeah there's individual showers showers. and it's not like yeah um and uh we should mention that for any of those who are concerned with some of the stuff that's you know we've seen and with organizations and youth um scouts takes this you know the protection of youth really really seriously and they have like what is it called the 2d 2d leadership yeah so you can't have you can have two adults and a kid or you can have Two, two kids, kids and, and an adult. adult, but you can never have one kid and one adult. Unless it's your own child. Unless it's your own child. Like in a cabin, yeah. you can have two kids, but you can't have a, one kid that's not your an adult that's not your Yeah, kid. so you can't have them, you know, like if a kid's got to go to the bathroom, in, you know, even if the adult stands, is going to wait outside, they can't just go off on their own to go to the rest, you know, go to the bathrooms or anything. You, they have to be, It's there's always a third person um, all the time so it's really I was really impressed and you have to do um, if you're going to be you have to do like the, you have to do like online training and stuff right to get yeah to and there's um, there's actually a criminal background check and everything done if you are an adult that is yeah um, going to be in yeah if you're going to be involved in scouts that they'll have a background check done for on. the adult yeah it, it's really I was really impressed and it's really um, I mean I I mean, Joe, you're, of course, a, Joe's a teacher, and I have and I have taught before. I was a teacher for a couple of years, a few years, and it's a very similar process that, the, that all the teachers it's have. Pretty to go it's pretty things. much the same process. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's, really, uh, it's really good. So, um, but, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's fun. So I'd recommend if, uh, if anybody's interested, you said, Joe, it's, what's the? Beascout.org. BSCout.org, and then they can go there and they can find out where a local... Yeah, it'll ask for a zip code. Or... You type your zip code in. It'll give you um, information of contact information for um, PACs or troops, um, or venture troops even, um, that are in your neighborhood or in your area. Um, and then if nothing comes out, they'll actually give you the council information, and okay. you can reach out to them. And then so the council is like the regional kind of like maybe a like yeah. Our council is Portland, so okay, our council right. goes. You as, don't want to say what goes down. Well, yeah, but so our council goes from basically up in Southwest Washington all the way down to Central Valley here in um, in Oregon, all the way over to the coast, and. But our main council office is in Portland. Yeah. So, but so that usually it's a pretty they cover a pretty big area. Yeah, large councils do. Yeah. Yeah, and then they have people within those councils responsible for other smaller, smaller areas, areas. Yeah, in so there. there's a hierarchy. Yeah, and yeah. so they they'll reach out to the people that are in your area, and then they'll get it back to you, and they'll help you find. Yeah. So it means there's area. a lot of support if you're if you're looking for one and you can't find one. Uh, you'll you'll still get a lot of support. And even if you, let's say you try to go BSA Scout and you're like, nothing's working, you can't find anything, you can always look into um, just what is the closest BSA council office to you Mm. and then just call them and they will be happy to relay you to whoever you need to talk to. 
We and there like we have talked to a couple people in, at our office who have been really they're really super helpful and nice. In fact, we had to go drop off money for our camp. Uh, so Charlie and, and Liam was went too, right? I can't remember. Yeah, anyway, one uh, of the boys and I went up there and to drop off the money, and it was like just a couple of days before camp. And so I dropped it out of the guy, the guy there, and and I said, "This is money for camp." We drove it up because it's just in a couple of days. And he goes, "He asked, oh, are you going out to Clark?'" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And he goes, "Oh, that's great." He, he asked Charlie if he was like what he was looking forward to, and he was really engaging. Super, they're great people. So and he said he was going there, and he was gonna he was gonna be at Merriweather, I think. Yeah. Which is right next door, but um, that's the Boy Scout camp. Not a door, though. Down down the beach from uh, down from the beach, Clark. Yeah. But uh, I, I think this is going to wrap it up. I really, uh, you know, want to thank Joe and Sam for coming and talking today. It's been great. And thank Charlie for sitting in. Oh, I'm you, just here for the fun. You're just here for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, what you say all that. You, you can say that all the time. Just saying, saying down because I like a movement. <laughs> you, you are like, moving. Yeah. 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 If you hear any like, like tapping noises, that was Sam. Yeah. Sam tapping away on the table. Um, I, I apologize for the sound. Our, uh, I had to use one area mic uh, for four of us. My setup for four people wasn't working, so I re- reverted to my old, just one mic for all of us. And it works. Uh, it doesn't sound as good, but it works. So I apologize for the sound quality, uh, not our usual. But, um, but it's worth it to have Joe and Sam come by and talk about camp and you too, Charlie. And, um, but yeah, I want to thank everybody for coming by. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can uh, reach us at uh, pwgupodcast at gmail.com or at pwgupodcast on Twitter. And uh, that stands for parenting without getting up, of course. So, um, but, and then I hope everybody has a great week or two. We, we should be, hopefully Josh and I will get back on in the next couple weeks and, and get another one out. We want to try to start doing these more regular. And we need to find a third dad, <coughs> Joe, and Kent. Uh, to replace <laughs> Rob, who's moved to Colorado. So, and Rob, we'll have him back on too uh, once he kind of gets settled with, into school and everything. Um, uh, we'll, we'll do a remote with him. But um, yeah, still looking for a third dad. So, uh, Joe, I know you're really busy with, <laughs> with Pee Wee football and, and your schooling starting. And, yeah. yeah, everything. So, we'll just have to see. Uh, you even got yeah. a McNair youth football shirt on. Yeah, because yeah. we had games this morning. That's why we're doing it now. It's yeah. not. They were not games. They were. There were twenty hours. I mean, twenty minutes. Sc- <laughs> there scrimmages. They were scrimmages. Okay. okay. So, yeah, you guys fight like an old married couple. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. You guys have a good a good weekend. Everybody, please stay safe. Goodbye.